I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. How personal should our content strategy be? Now, I am a a personal brand. My brand, when it comes to the influencer side of my business, is about me. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 107. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We would love to know what you think. For this episode, we're chatting about how personal should your content strategy be? And I think it depends on each person. But before we get into it, Jesse, what are you drinking today? So uh, I had been working through my uh, shipyard pumpkin, but now I am back to a regular staple of mine, the Down East Cider. Mm, yeah. So good. I know. Those it kind of so just good. reminds me of fall, though, and we have snow still on the ground. So and it's we're like going a to depressing. get more today, supposedly. I've, yes. I mean, this is we recording a little bit early. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I wish it was fall again. Mm-hmm. I wish it was summer. I know. I wish. I wish. Well, I'm I'm not drinking anything so whimsical. I've mm-hmm. got a yeah. A, we have, we actually have something um, yeah important to discuss. In addition to talking about personal My, content, we're going to lead off with yeah um, some big announcement that Kate has for so us. So I'm today. drinking some electrolyte water because. I am pregnant with my second child. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I sound so excited. No, I really am. I'm very excited. But um, you're also battling a cold today as well. I, I, yeah. It's, it's well, as any mother will know, when it comes to preschool, kids get sick. And then when you're, when you are pregnant, your immune system is down. And yeah. Mm. Anyways, we but are yeah. very excited. It's going to be June 2023, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually had done me a huge favor. You took our announcement photos because you're the only person I would trust uh, mm-hmm. with that kind of information before we told the rest of the world. Um, and that's it's kind of this is this is going to all tie back into our topic because um, that's because of something I didn't I don't think I've addressed on the podcast before. Um, but it is something I did talk about on my social media and my blog, and that is in 2022, I had two miscarriages. Um, I did share in 20, in January that we lost the first one. Um, Mm -hmm. I just felt like so few people talk about it and I needed, I needed to share. So that's why I kind of came out and was like, hey, you know, this this happened to me and this is what I'm dealing with and this is what it felt like. And it was very cathartic, but I was kind of amazed. You know, I, I don't have a huge following um, and that's okay with me. I just, I, I like the people I have, you know, I mm-hmm. want to grow, but I like the mm-hmm. people that I have, but I was kind of amazed at just how many people reached out, not just to, you know, say words of condolences on the loss, but also the fact that they had gone through the same exact thing. The second time I kind of went through it, it was, it was, it got dragged out for several weeks. It wasn't just like um, a, a kind of a sudden thing. It went on for a while and it just didn't, it was like, it was weird because you'd think like the suddenness of the first loss would be worse than just kind of knowing it was going to happen eventually. But mm-hmm. it was, it was that much harder. And, um, 
I didn't know what was going to happen like emotionally. And I was actually like at Ariel's third birthday party in the middle of basically miscarrying. It was not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took a lot of toll on my mental health. Um, I don't, I'm never going to forget these experiences. Um, but I feel like I'm in a much better place now, which is why I'm, you know, talking about it. And it's all, so that's made me kind of delay. Right now I am like today as we're recording this, I am 20 weeks. By the time this episode comes out, I think I'll be more like, I don't know, 23 or 24 weeks along. So obviously that's a little later than a mm-hmm. lot of people mm-hmm. announce. Um, but I just didn't want to, you know, take any chances. I also don't know if it's a boy or girl yet for that same reason, because I just didn't want to get to know too many things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, in case this didn't end up happening. Um, and I also didn't, con- you know, I know a lot of mom bloggers, which is kind of where I fall into contact a lot of brands like right away. And they're like, hey, I'm pregnant. Like, and there's sometimes, right. I think when we had Liz on, she was like, oh yeah, I contacted brands at like four weeks, like as soon as I took the test. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, I just can't do that. I just didn't know what was going to happen. And I would have felt like heartbroken if I had to email people and be like, I'm sorry, I lost this baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lost out, you know, I know I lost out on some opportunities, but in the end, it was all for my own mental health. And that kind of, as I said, kind of ties into how personal should our content strategy be? Now, I am a, what Jesse calls, a personal brand. Mm-hmm. My brand, when it comes to the influencer side of my business, is about me and about mm-hmm. my family and about kind of my life and and our travels and what I wear and where I go and all that kind of stuff. So it gets a little bit more personal than like your right. brand. My content kit creation is more, I mean, yeah, my brand is still my brand, but a lot of my content creation is actually based on uh, like a target audience mm-hmm. and the actual content itself. The photographs I use are not necessarily of me and where I'm trying to, you know, show my audience a certain lifestyle you are as well but you are the one portraying it so i'm portraying right. it through the lens of my my client's experience you're portraying it through through your own personal experience right i mean but you do still share something because we talk about that no like and trust factor yes. so you know you do share things about your life and you know everybody remembers decoy and mm-hmm. um and if you don't you need to go back some episodes because I think we talked about decoy in the very first episode. Yes. That was like a big part of the topic. Um, yeah. But, you know, we you've shared that, you know, um, that, well, I mean, we always share what you're drinking and it's always much cooler than what I have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are. There is that, you, you know, you're right. You're exactly spot on with the no, like, and trust. We've talked about that a lot. And with brands that, you know, like mine are a personal brand, but through the lens of like my client's experience and their outcomes, it still helps to build that know, like, and trust by sharing uh, bits and pieces of my personality, of my life. Um, And we're going to talk about, you know, how some guidelines that you can go about in thinking about that balance of what's right for you and mm-hmm. how much you want to share because some people are very private and yeah they can they they don't it can be a struggle to figure out what what that right balance is i think when you're yes i totally agree because you know um it's funny i always i always thought i was going to be this big movie star 
that was like my goal in life as a child. And let's face it, movie stars get no privacy. They're followed around by paparazzi and all this kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, where I am no nowhere near a any kind of celebrity. Um, there, you know, when you become an influencer, you kind of give up a little bit of that that privacy. Um, but that being said, you kind of get to choose what you share and when you share it. Um, yeah, I mean, you're still in control. Of exactly. Your, of who exactly. you want to work with, how you want to showcase that, mm-hmm. you know, and there's different ways you can go about it with feeling personal without necessarily, um, you know, going too far, crossing a line that makes you uncomfortable. Right. And then I, so when I'm thinking about things that I'm going to share, I have kind of three guidelines that mm-hmm. I follow um, when it comes to like my, my this is like what I guess it goes for like a typical personal brand. Um, and that is, will someone be involved, be upset with me for sharing something with my audience? I discussed how I was going to share my first marriage with Alex, my husband, on social media and my blog. And he understood that that was some, you know, it was a loss for him too. And he understood that was just something that I needed to do for myself to feel seen and heard and that I've gone through this experience and um but if he had said to me you know that's too it's too personal it's I don't want to I I would have considered not doing that um but then there are other things that I haven't shared uh because I know Ariel may not want to look back and see something embarrassing about her like you know a tub photo or like People post tub photos on social media all the time of their kids. And I'm just like, nope, not going to be me. And I just figure like someday down the line, she's going to look at me and be like, mom, why did you do that? Why did you do that? So there's that kind of that's my first thing. Is this is this something that someone's going to be upset with me either now or down the line? Then the second one, am I sharing this for the right reasons? I'm going to sound paranoid when I say this, but when I was sharing, you know, like crafting the caption and talking to you, Jesse, because you actually did those photos for me that kind of captured the loss, I was scared. I didn't want people thinking that I was looking for pity or worse attention. You know, there have been how many times have you heard like of an influencer or something like that faking some kind of or or anybody in general just faking some kind of illness or problem or something like that just to kind of get attention. And I was mm-hmm. like, I, that was the last thing I wanted anybody to think. And it was also um, I knew like I, the first the first pregnancy I lost at six weeks. So I had like I had barely known I was pregnant. I'd only known I was pregnant for like five days, I think, um, which as I was reminded by a lot of people, every loss is a loss. But I know, I mean, and I made it clear that I know people have dealt with far worse. Um, but, you know, I, this was what I was going through and I need to share about it. Um, so that was kind of the right reasons aspect of, of the, pri- you know, of am I sharing something too private? And then the last one and probably the most important one as far as I'm concerned Will this put anybody at risk? Mm-hmm. This goes beyond the privacy question, but I never post any of my family's location in real time. Whenever mm-hmm. I'm at 
a an event or a restaurant or you know even on vacation um i try not to share photos like right when i am in the moment because i don't want people knowing where i am i don't know where want people knowing where ariel is i don't know i don't want people knowing i'm home alone you know um or that the house is empty or anything like that um so those with those, I'll post after the fact, and that's fine. So like eventually those photos will go up, but it's after, after the fact. Um, and again, that's kind of a privacy. It, it's it's just like a more of a safety thing than anything. And like it goes to the fact that, you know, I don't share what school Ariel goes to or what, you know, activities she's a part of on my, on my Instagram or on my blog. It's just, it's very, I keep it kind of, general no names no teachers names or nothing and um so yeah those are those are my three guidelines for when it comes to um privacy with my personal brand however i know that every personal brand is different um depends on how much you're involved and you know you you're as a person are involved in your brand but that's those are my hard and fast rules. Well, I think I think those are actually really good guidelines, and I think I can even relate to those. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being a personal brand, but me not this, you know, the front and center all the time. Um, you know, I think it's really important because um, to think about all of these three things. You know, I you know had lost decoy over a year ago, and that was something that I definitely wanted to share with my audience, but it ended up. We waited, a, I want to say, almost a month before Yeah, um, we shared the news widely with my audience and on social media and with a lot of our friends, mainly because, I mean, you relate to this, the heartbreak and just mm-hmm. having to, like, talk about it and, like, think about it. Um, but also, I wanted to honor the grieving process with George and, like, let that be our moment together. Right. Exactly. And so I think... I think that sort of, you know, thinks about like, okay, like, am I sharing this for the right reasons? Like, make sure that when you're ready, you're ready. And like, you've thought about, um, you know, that aspect and not everything has to be so deep. We talked about some really deep personal experiences, right? right. Um, mm-hmm. but also showing just other, let's say lighthearted personal content mm-hmm. can again, help build you know, continue to build that know, like, and trust. So when I, when decoy was here, I, you know, would always show photos of me and him together or just of him. And people like loved that. I mean, just, of course I'm biased, but he was like the cutest little nugget ever. No, he totally was. And you know, I think, I think a lot of my, my audience, actually, there are a lot of other dog moms out there and people can relate to that content. They see me more as a human um, you know, a little bit more on the personal side. So I think people start to see you on as like, I want, I want to be seen as an equal. I don't want to seem like superior. On a pedestal. Exactly. So it's like very relatable content. So in your experience outside of these heartbreak moments, because we talked mainly through the lens of this, you know, these experiences and and loss that you've had over the last year, but the day to day, have you, yeah. have you in your experience, um, you know, I know my audience reacted well to sharing life outside, you know, and it even is kind of one of my mm-hmm. pillars, but your audience seems to react well on the day to day personal stuff within these guidelines as well. 
Exactly. Well, as I said, it's like, you know, I'm never going to post a tub photo of Ariel because, you know, and that's kind of a lighthearted moment. It's just I know I'm like, no, down the line, that kid's going to hate me for that. You know, it's just and and then and then, you know, it, it was so nice to be able to share that really exciting um, moment with my, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen that and you'll have seen also like how we told Ariel that she's going to be a big sister. And so we're sharing we are sharing these moments um, with uh, my audience. And I'm so grateful that everybody's been so supportive. And I mean, I, I don't know why you wouldn't be, <laughs> you know, I'm like so many people are like, oh, you know, I get a negative comments. Like, luckily, I have not gotten any negative comments on it. Oh, my God. If anybody ever did that, I would be like, I would go after that for you. Oh, like, well, you oh, thank you. you, you fight? Fight? You're awesome. No, it's uh, no, everybody's been really good. But yeah, the day to day stuff, you know, as I said, like going out to a restaurant, you know, um, Ariel doing something cute that out and about like at the playground or something like that. I just wait, you know, 20 minutes until we're home or we're at the grocery store or something else. And I'll post that then mm -hmm. just so that I'm I'm keeping her safe and myself safe because, you know, wow, we, you know, it's a playground. Is it the most distinctive thing ever? No, but if somebody's in our area and sees that, they may, oh, they're at that place, you know. And again, I'm not the most famous person in the world, but you know, you just got to there's there's a lot to take into account. And again, that is sharing for the right reasons and, and whether this is going to um, hurt anyone else. And then again, the the whole safety issue is kind of those are those are the three things. And that I mean, that can go for the really big moments in your life, such as loss or joy, like I'm going through right now um, or the, the everyday stuff, just as you said. Um, so it's something, you know. Sadly, I take into account with not sadly, but smartly, I guess I take into account with every single blog post, every single Instagram post, even when I'm like on Instagram stories, you know, I'm just always thinking like those three things. Right. So, right. Um, again, this is just kind of our guidelines that we kind of go through. Uh, whatever has worked for you works for you. But this is just something to take away and think about. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to my my story today. Jeez, guys. Um, the good news is, as I said, I'm about 20 weeks now. Yes. And by the time you listen to this, I'll be probably about 24. And we're very excited and, and yes. happy. Um, so thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. And you can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram. Watch the baby bump get bigger, I guess, at mm -hmm. Fashionably Kate and Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. <laughs>